Welcome to Future Foodcast. I'm Pam Miller, your host, and we are excited to have another episode of Future Foodcast. Shout out to our sponsor, Farm to Plate, a software company with a blockchain product in the food supply space. And today they're bringing us two people at one time. We have from Mad Tree Brewing Company, we have Rhiannon Hoeller, and she is the Vice President of Experience and Impact. And we have Trevor Self, and he is the Marketing Manager. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. We're looking forward to it. We are. I'm so looking forward to this conversation because you have so many cool things going on at Mad Tree. First of all, can you tell, give us a little background? I guess, Trevor, you've been there a long time and you were there kind of in the beginning. If you can give us just a little background on how Madtree got started. Yeah, it was basically, you know, some friends that had really nice corporate jobs, but weren't uh, happy and, you know, started brewing in um, garages and basements together and kind of formed this little community of, of friends. And one of them was brave enough to say, hey, like, let's just do this for for our real jobs. So they, you know, made a business plan the best they could and um, hit up friends and family uh, for some capital and found a little warehouse in Cincinnati and started brewing. And next thing you know, it takes off. Uh, We had a little tap room there that a lot of people came to and enjoyed and um, just had incredible support from the community and city of Cincinnati from the beginning. And you know, they just saw incredible growth and started trying to find people to bring into that with them. And, you know, after we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary and we learned a lot and, you know, we brought on people like Rhiannon and are really focused and dedicated to not only our craft, but also to our community and giving back. Yeah. Truly organic growth, Trevor. That is really, really cool. I love that. And we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about some of the things that you brought up about the warehouse and and all of that attracting people to yourselves. But Rhiannon, you came on to what? What is I love your title, first of all. <laughs> Vice President of Experience and Impact. What is your role there at Madtree? Yeah. So um, I've actually been in this role since August. Um, So I have on my team, I'm lucky enough to uh, support the marketing team, the consumer experience team, the impact team, which is actually not, it's me, (laughs) but it's also everybody at Madtree. And then also our people strategy or our HR department as well. So really all of the back of the house kind of coming together into one. So yeah. And uh, prior to that, uh, I started at Madtree two and a half years ago. So um, for the first two years of my my journey here, I was the director of strategic impact for Madtree, which was a brand new position created to really focus on our community impact. So how are we getting engaged with the community? How are we living up to our 1% for the planet um, commitments? And then also how are we working with nonprofits in the community, um, both through dollars and then also through uh, volunteering as well. And then finally, we are in the process currently, we've submitted for B Corp certification. Uh, we did that in July of last year um, and still going through the process right now. So hopefully, fingers crossed, um, we get certified this year. That'd be exciting. B Corp certification is not for the faint of heart. I, I know it's a very, very tough certification to get. So best of luck with that. But let's talk about a couple of things that you brought up because Trevor also mentioned community and that was the initial organic growth. You have a really well-known footprint in your community and how 
How do you foster that? How did that happen? You know, you have a couple locations, like tell us about what goes on there and how you involve the community. Yeah. So I think um, Trevor kind of pointed to it. It's been part of who we are um, from day one, really, even before the doors opened at Mad Tree, they did sort of a fundraiser for Toys for Tots. Um, and I think that's sort of how it started, right? This like, we want to give back and do good. And um, it wasn't like it was in a lot of places. So I'd say it was like a, a mile wide and an inch deep. And what we've decided as a company, right? And that's part of why they brought me on is how do we go uh, an inch wide and a mile deep, right? So um, how do we get really, really invested um, in the work that we're doing? So we've we put some guardrails around it, right? We've implemented a lot of things um, internal, internally policy-wise, right? So I'll just give you one example. Um, we're trying to grow this company by 3X and have $5 million of impact along the way. Part of that is through like our giving to 1% for the planet nonprofits. Another big chunk of that really is our, our team getting out and volunteering. So if you work at Madtree, part of the expectation of working here and part of the benefit of working here is that we each um, are committed to volunteering 16 hours of time per year. Madtree pays you to do that. We set up all the volunteer activities, um, but it's an expectation. It's part of your job description. It's part of your annual review. You know, if you're sitting in a revenue generating position, you can get bonused out, not only for hitting your revenue goals, but also that your team met met their goals, right? So um, it's also something that we talk about in our one-on-ones each week when we're uh, with our teammates. So, you know, we've really built it in from like start to finish of how we kind of promote. And then, you know, um, Trevor, you just did a, a an event at Rothenburg Rooftop Garden. We We work with partners in the community and we get out and we do really cool events, but it also brings our staff together across departments. So, you know, Trevor's in marketing and production was there working alongside us or folks from our alcove location were there working alongside of us. So it's a, it's a beautiful way to like do a lot of hard work and sweat equity. We plant some big trees. We we're using our shovels and our spades, (laughs) Um, but it's also a really beautiful way to like cross pollinate our teams. Right. So we're getting together, we're building community with each other as well. Right. And you're out in the community. So Trevor, was this a location in the Cincinnati area? And then a couple teams got together to do some work that needed to be done there? Yeah. So um, they have a rooftop garden for the kids to be able to, you know, learn about plants and fruits and vegetables in the in in downtown Cincinnati. And, you know, we get to go out there and prep the beds and weed. And then in the fall we come back and get to see like all the the fruits of our labor and all the kids being able to enjoy it and and learn and experience things that they might not have otherwise been able to do. Very cool. And so that really helped. I mean, you're in the marketing department, but honestly, that is marketing. You're out there in the community. People know that you're doing that work. And the fact that you're not just talking the talk, but you're actually walking the walk, you know, you are keeping people accountable. I think a lot of times companies, especially today, they want to be in the sustainability space and say that they're doing, you know, they're focused on things in that space. But then if you look at the activity or what actually happens behind that, it's not always happening. I mean, they're, they're talking about it, but they're not walking the walk. So congratulations on that, because that's allowed you to have the impact that you're having on the local community. I mean, you're giving money and time as well. Um, but you're also attracting different people too. I know we talked about from a marketing and an impact perspective, the beer industry kind of has a 
demographic that it normally attracts? And how are you trying to change that with Mad Tree? Yeah, I'll talk from like a, a product perspective and then sure. I'll let you go into some other stuff. So, you know, we, the ready to drink category of canned cocktails has exploded. Um, that's something that aligned with our priorities of wanting to bring more women into our brand. You know, we have a team of production and our lab and quality that all came together and did rigorous research. Cause you know, again, like we don't want to just make something to make something. We want it to be of the highest quality, um, actually taste good and something that, you know, we'd be proud of to, to share with others. And so in a short period of time, we launched um, a new brand Sway by Madtree, artfully crafted vodka sodas, definitely uh, geared towards women. Here's a, oh, great. a picture of the can. Yeah. I love the beautiful colors. I saw it on your website and I thought really creative artwork, different from the traditional can that you might see produced from a brewery. So so not only, you know, do we have other options outside of beer, um, there's, you know, if someone has a, a dietary restriction, um, there's there's something for everyone. And that's, we want to be an all-inclusive space. And to do that, we also need our products and our and everything else to align with that. So really proud of it. Uh, just um, was voted on for the number one canned cocktail in Cincinnati. Oh, so congratulations. We're really proud on that. Um, yes. And we have a lot of uh, innovation coming out next month uh, for this brand as well. So super exciting. Very nice. Any innovation that you can share with us now, or is it like the top <laughs> secret? We'll have to keep track. Um, it's going to be a pool pack uh, with four new flavors. Um, going to come out early May. So Great. everyone should be on the lookout in the greater Cincinnati area for it. Yeah. And we can check out your website too. I'm sure you'll have that announced on there. Oh yeah. Yeah. The flavors are nice and, and refreshing. So <laughs> yeah. Rhianne, and tell us about your end of the, the cooperative attraction of a new demographic really. Yeah. Yeah. So um, to your point, right? Like we have to stay relevant um, and every company does, right? If you don't evolve, you die. Um, and so as craft the craft industry is evolving, we are evolving as well. Um, and so through product like Sway, we're doing that um, through product offering in our spaces. We're not just a brewery anymore, right? We have mocktails in our tap room. We have cocktails in our tap room. They're crafted by our people, right? But um, so we're staying true to that like quality and craftsmanship, but we're also allowing for people to have different tastes that want to come into our spaces so that we can offer whatever it is that they, they would like. Right. So uh, we also make our own uh, ginger ale, right. So we're offering, you know, NA stuff <laughs> um, yes. and, and catering to kiddos too. So um, I think those are some of the ways that we're playing, but then the other piece of that is we launched a, um, an ascending women uh, speaker series two years ago. Um, it was predominantly focused actually internally initially. Um, so every year for international women's day, one of the women from our production team, rallies all the women of the company. And we come up with um, a beer that is, you know, recipe brewed, cellared, packaged and designed by the women of Madtree. And we vote on an iconic woman that we're going to celebrate for the year. Um, and so she's represented on the can in the can design and Nikki, our, our female um, senior designer here, she always does the, the um, design. So this year, because we launched Sway and it's our first year of Sway, we moved to Sway instead of a beer. Um, and we um, recognized a pretty iconic woman through that. But we also um, do a panel each month celebrating the women of Cincinnati. 
um, and uplifting their stories. So all the amazing women of Cincinnati, um, we do a different theme, right? So each month is kind of catered to that month. So in February, we did self-love. Um, in March, we did International Women's Day. So we put forth the new Sway icon, <laughs> limited edition. Um, and then we also had a panel of international women that were here um, as well. And then we had 25 female uh, vendors in our space as well. And so 175 people came out. It happens each month. Um, we just, we like to celebrate, right, the women. And that's not only like externally, right? That's a lot of internal work happening as well. All of the women in in Madtree get to vote um, on who the woman should be that we're celebrating for the product. Um, we are intentionally looking at the number of women we have employed in the company every month. So our people strategy team looks at that every month and we kind of talk through that. Um, we're also looking at pay equity between men and women in our company, right? So we're making sure that the women are getting paid at an equal rate. We just were actually in the midst of doing our employee engagement survey. Um, and we analyze that, right? Like women are experiencing our company differently. So how do we make sure that both men and women and everybody in between are experiencing our company in a similar fashion? So we're looking at it both from like a very external perspective. How do we bring more women into our brand to consume our products and be in our spaces um, through our programming, through our products, et cetera? And then how do we also reflect that in our staffing, right? So that it's not just we want to bring women in. We want to bring women in in-house too, right? So it's that opportunity on both. We want that mirror to reflect itself both within our staff and externally as well. So yeah, again, you're you're actually taking action. You know, the at first when I saw about the ascending women on your website, I thought, oh, that's nice. They have a networking opportunity for women to come together you know, at Mad Tree and, and meet each other, but no, it's more than that. You're actually doing programming and you're scheduling panels of interest to the women with different themes that, that apply. And I know because I have some very supportive men in my life that are very supportive of women. So I'm sure you have men and women showing up for the Ascend Women because everybody's supporting or at least uh, in a lot of spaces, there are uh, that going on. So I think that's really cool. Thank you for highlighting that programming because I, I think other companies are trying to figure out how do I reach out to whatever different group it might be. So these are some really creative ideas, Rhiannon, that that Mad Tree is implementing. And I hope other listeners that are listening to our podcast are getting some ideas as they're watching and listening to us discuss. But I want to circle back around to something else that's impacted here that both of you talked about, which is the culture there at Mad Tree. Uh, you talked about, you know, evaluating your hiring and your salary or pay discrepancies or, um, you know, look just looking at that and again, being accountable to what you have laid out as your goals. But also earlier, you talked about the requirement for people to volunteer, like they know that when they're coming to Mad Tree, how does that affect your culture at the company? What what impact do you see? I'll probably talk about that globally. And maybe if you want to talk about it personally, yep, perfect. that works. Um, yeah. So globally, right? Like we work in an industry that specifically during COVID was hit very hard. Um, we do have a lot of frontline personnel and people were fleeing our industry. Um, we also opened up a secondary location in the middle of COVID. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which feels crazy. <laughs> uh, we we literally launched Sway 
March 7th and we opened our new location on March 8th. So we like, we didn't sleep during COVID. I will tell you that. Um, Right. But one of the things that we really noticed about what was happening and what we're seeing, actually, um, we've been doing some employee surveying around our employee value proposition. And what we're seeing is that purpose and that impact work that we're doing is very, very important to our employees. And so we're holding really close to that. But also what we saw is we opened a new restaurant in the middle of COVID and we opened the doors with a hundred people, right? That we staffed over a month period. And a lot of that aligned with our purpose, right? Why are people coming to work for us? It's because of our purpose, right? We had people crying in interviews because they couldn't believe that we paid them to go do volunteer work, right? So that is... Now there's the flip side of that sometimes too. I, I'm not going to paint it all as like <laughs> uh, rainbows and lollipops here, right? Sometimes yeah. there is frustration that they have to go do those hours. I'm not going to lie, but like the reality is, is that that's also how we're attracting people, and it's what our company is proud of mm-hmm. um, as an employee base, right? It's it shows up literally in every single thing of the employee um, value proposition as important to people. Now they want us to tweak some things and I get that. And it's an evolving thing, just like every policy and program you put in place. But the reality is that they're proud of the work. Um, and it's also allowing us to attract people. Um, and it's also allowing us to honestly outkick our coverage a little bit in that we can gain talent that we maybe wouldn't have been able to gain if we didn't have that in place. So some of the folks on our senior leadership team came from much bigger organizations. They're looking for a place to build and they're looking for a place that cares and wants to give back. And I'm certain that's happening, not just at the senior leadership table, but across the board. So I think that like globally, that'll give you a good perspective. And maybe Trevor, you can speak to like personal side of it. Yeah. Um, from a personal side, especially like when we first started and we're like, just trying to figure out who we were and what we were about. Uh, there's still that very much like entrepreneurial spirits and people would help out wherever possible to, um, you know, chip in and make sure this company is successful and grows and that each other are doing well. Um, our accountant, if he was done early, he would come back and help us package beer, like knowing that like someone needed a break or that we, you know, a piece of equipment broke and now our day was going to be longer. So just kind of like, that's always been there. And then to kind of, you know, open up a new location, have extremely far superior equipment than what we had, (laughs) you know, pressing buttons on computer versus manually having to like do everything. Um, And then also figuring out like our purpose of wanting to connect people with each other in nature kind of shifted that energy. And now like, it's really awesome that we, and it's an easy story to tell, right? If we're out there getting our hands dirty and seeing the, the fruits of our labor and um, you know, the thankfulness of the community or coming back five years later from and seeing, you know, the trees have grown so much in an area that we planted like that. That's really rewarding and like, like touches the heartstrings while also being able to still use that. Like, I want to help. I want to chip in uh, mm-hmm. sort of energy that's always been here from the get go. Um, and now we get to kind of like spread it across uh, our community and, um, you know, our company's gotten a lot bigger. So it's also like Rand and said, it's a fun opportunity to create a memory and an experience with people that maybe you don't normally uh, get to talk to. And then, you know, you, you look back on it and be like, wow, like that's awesome that, you know, we did that. So I think from personal standpoint, all that wanting to do good and being a part of community has always been there. It's just kind of shifted away from like having to help each other because no one knew what they were doing. And we were just, you know, getting through and learning along the way to now like, you know, having an impact in our community and surroundings. 
Right. And, you know, that that initial start and that initial focus, you know, sometimes those are not as measurable. It's kind of an intangible almost. It doesn't necessarily hit a balance sheet right away. It's more in the employee satisfaction and the impact you have on the community. Like there's some other things there that are going to affect your growth and, and how people are going to choose you instead of somebody else when they go to buy a similar product. And you can't always qualify, uh, quantify that is what I want to say. But let's not forget, and we haven't really talked about your product very much because you started out, you said quality is always really important. I mean, all of the outreach, the employee, the, the events you have, the employee satisfaction, that's all great. But if you don't have a good product, then you might not make it, but you've made it 10 years. So I know you have a good product, but tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, one, it's the the liquid. We invested heavily early on into our quality team and, you know, everyone and being open to explore how do we perfect recipes? How do we run experiments to see if there's a way to maybe get more efficient, but also, you know, put more flavor into the product. Um, it goes back to where our mad comes from, for mad tree, uh, okay. the owners call themselves mad scientists and legend has it is they brewed our uh, flagship IPA called psychopathy over 20 times before they let anyone else try it because they knew what they wanted and what they're going for. And they wouldn't take anything less. So, I love the mad scientist moniker. That's great. I can put my yeah. own. <laughs> and now they don't do any more brewing. They're focused on <laughs> You know, that's, that's been huge. And, you know, working with, you know, suppliers that also have those same beliefs um, is is really exciting. And, you know, everyone's wanting to be better and it's starting to show, right? There's pretty much two huge award ceremonies for the beer industry. One of them's uh, Great American Beer Festival, which we have now won gold twice for uh, our Happy Amber Ale in 2018. And then just this past year in 2022. And then the, the other one is World Beer Cup, which we call the Olympics of uh, beer festivals. And we took them two medals this past year for um, our legendary lager um, that had like over hundreds of entries. And then we took home silver for that. And then we took home um, bronze for our Oktoberfest, which for Cincinnati is a huge deal for our German heritage um, and and really proud and something that, you know, we like to to show off. Well, congratulations on all of that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what a great job on all of the quality because that's current competitions that you've entered in and and keep winning. So obviously you're doing very well with the quality of your product. And now with your Sway product, I anticipate that you put as much care into the release of that. And I'm looking forward to the new flavors that are coming in next month. That'll be really, really cool. Uh, what else do we need to know about the mad scientists, mad, mad part of mad tree? What about the tree? Uh, the tree is a lot of, you know, what Rhiannon is, is fostering and helping, you know, grow, grow up versus, versus just out. The tree is capitalized next to the word mad because they think it's just really important to uh, one, be grounded where you are. And then just the, the, the life that a tree represents and growth, you know, it's got a firm foundation, but every year, you know, a new shoot may pop out or something changes. And, you know, it's just a, a really great picture of merging the the two things that they were really excited about. Um, and yeah. now people get to see our, our brand in restaurants and store shelves. And it's just really cool to see um, how it came to life and where it is now. 
It's exciting. And you also do go out and plant trees in your area. That's a lot of the volunteer work that you talked about. So that's really a physical manifestation too. Like you said, when you go by and you know that years ago, your team planted those trees and you can see the fruits of your labor. It's really rewarding, very rewarding. Well, what else do we need to talk about that's happening at Mad Tree? We've covered a lot of different topics, uh, community, impact, quality of product, uh, just opening locations. I mean, I can't imagine the leap of faith and and maybe the knowledge of your clients and your customers to have to open a new location during COVID. Congratulations on that. And it's still open and you're successful and you're, it sounds like you're moving on. I mean, you're just keeping, keep growing. Yeah, I think um, I think it actually speaks really highly of the two founders of this business, right? Like they have this vision for where they want us to go. And it's not just rooted in like self, <laughs> right? It's very much rooted in how do we take care of our community? How do we take care of our staff? How do we build a company that our kids are going to look at and be proud of for what we built? Mm-hmm. Um, right. So the tree is also another beautiful like metaphor for all of that, right? Like when's the best time to plant an oak tree? Yesterday. Um, (laughs) right. So, or today, and you're going to see the fruits of your labor in 20 years. Um, I think they're building this thing out, not just for today, but for tomorrow and down the road. Um, not only like, I just see the care they take and, and they really do truly like everything that's said within the boardroom is said outside of the boardroom, right? There's no, like, I don't have to go into the boardroom and, hear or say something and then go out to my team and sell it in a different way. It's exactly the way that it was presented. in right. the Right. And that feels really good. And I know that's super special and I know not everybody gets that opportunity and I feel very lucky. Um, and it's really exciting to be in a place that's building, um, right. Not maintaining necessarily. <laughs> um, there's no time for rest. <laughs> Um, which is exciting too, right? Like the opportunity to build into staff, the opportunity that staff gets to see us building a company where there's also opportunities for them to grow within the company is really exciting as well, right? We're not, we're not done. We have a long way to go. And um, that only creates opportunity for them as well. Well, and you talked about, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's just exciting to be part of. And you talked about attracting maybe some executives that were at different companies that didn't have quite the same value system, or they weren't uh, walking that, or they just wanted maybe a local company that they could really make an impact with. And Mad Tree is providing that. But you also allow your customers to participate with you. I think you talked about you know, just the natural setting at, at both of your locations, really. One is obviously the original in the more warehouse district, but the newer one, you've got trees there. You give your clients an opportunity to buy carbon offsets, I think you said. Maybe you could explain a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, actually, that's a program that we're really proud of. Um, and this is one of those moments where your staff come to the table with like ideas and get you excited about stuff, right? And then you can build off of it. And um, if we have all of our 180 staff members coming to the table with ideas on how we keep getting better in this work, it's really powerful. Um, so in every private event space that we have, so we have four currently, um, we tack on a carbon offset. Uh, the wedding or the corporation or the individual can decide to opt out on that. Um, but 75% opt in to that option. And so in our first year, we raised about $15,000 just from that work alone. 
all of those dollars stays in our local community. So we tie that straight back into Cincinnati Parks Foundation, and that goes straight into trees in our own community. Those dollars are restricted to neighborhoods with less than 40% tree canopy cover. Um, so we're tying back into the neighborhoods that need canopy the most, and that's going to only do better things for our city, have better health outcomes for the kids within those neighborhoods, right? So it just helps our city become a better city as a whole. And then you as a consumer know that your event is giving back to your own home community. So it's like a win, 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 win. <laughs> <laughs> and Trevor, from a marketing standpoint, you're attracting the people that have similar values to what you have and, and all of you working to move forward together. It's got to be a real positive message. Yeah. And it makes the, it makes the story and a lot easier to tell. And then we know people have plenty of places to choose from and if all other playing fields are somewhat equal and then this is an option, um, you know, we, we win there and every, in our community wins. So um, that's a really nice addition to have. And, you know, it makes, makes my job a lot easier as well. <laughs> yes. Well, not that you're not working hard because I know things are dynamically changing there at Mad Tree just based on our conversation. But is there anything else before we go that you would like to share with the future Foodcast audience in addition to all the great ideas and information you've talked about today? I think so, you know, this month being holding Earth Day, this is when we release our impact report. So this will be our third annual impact report. And then we also started last year, we called it One Good Party. And basically, we celebrate our four major nonprofits, um, let them brew a beer, have a little fun competition with it. And then, you know, we just highlight them in our community. And that's on uh, April 29th. And we're just going to have a lot of a fun competition focused on recycling and sustainability and have a lot of fun games and for the community to come out and learn more about who our nonprofits are and, you know, what 1% for the planet is and how it's giving back directly into their community with every purchase that they make. I think just to like tie into that, we're also like our ascending women is focused on women who are in the sustainability or environmental community, right? So we have a woman from the zoo coming. We have a woman who's working on um, mountain bike trails here. She was the president of Cora, which is the local mountain bike trail building uh, nonprofit in Cincinnati, right? And um, another woman who is actually worked at Disney, um, right? So connecting people to nature and each other um, is the focus of our Ascending Women for April. So we really try and tie it all in together. In the morning for April 29th and One Good Party, we're going to ask our community to come out and volunteer with us and do a litter cleanup, right? So like really kind of tying it all together in April to make it a big splash um, is really important to us. So yeah. Sounds really, really, really fun. Rhiannon and Trevor, thank you so much for being with us and sharing about Mad Tree. I might have to take a flight up to the Cincinnati area and have some fun for the one big party or some of the other events that you have that sound really good. I really appreciate you being with us today. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Um, and a shout out to our sponsor as well, Farm to Plate. They're creating tomorrow's food supply chain ecosystem today. You can find out more at farmtoplate.io. Thanks for listening to Future Foodcast. Future Foodcast is powered by Farm to Plate, the leading food blockchain platform. Subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date with the very latest innovations in the food industry. 